Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Thursday, July 4th, 2019. I'm Rich Straffolino. A new report from Apple analyst Ming-Chi Kuo claims that Apple will move away from the butterfly keyboard switch mechanism with the refreshed MacBook Air coming out later this year and then later to the MacBook Pro in 2020. The new keyboards will be based on scissor switches, which will offer better key travel and durability, but not be as thin as the outgoing design. The Australian Competition and Consumer Commission filed a lawsuit against Samsung over advertisements that show the company's Galaxy phones being used in swimming pools and the ocean. The commission claims the phones could not stand up to all types of water as demonstrated in the ads, and that Samsung has refused to honor warranty claims from resulting water damage. If found liable, Samsung could face a fine of up to $10 million Australian dollars per ad, or up to 10% of annual turnover. The third U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals in Philadelphia reversed a lower court ruling and ruled that Amazon can be held liable for products sold by third parties on its site. In the opinion, Circuit Judge Jane Richards-Roth wrote that Amazon enables third-party vendors to conceal themselves from the customer, leaving customers injured by defective products with no direct recourse to the third-party vendor. Liability for defective products is generally governed by state law, so this ruling reflects the court's interpretation for Pennsylvania specifically. The UK's Competition and Markets Authority launched an investigation into how Google and Facebook are collecting and using personal data in online ads. The investigation will focus on if giving personal data to advertisers in exchange for payment is producing good outcomes for consumers, if there has been any abuses of personal data, and if consumers are able to control how their data is being used. An independent report from the UK's Treasury Department last year found that the UK's ad market is dominated by two players and suffers from a lack of transparency. Alphabet subsidiary Waymo received a three-year permit from the California Public Utilities Commission to participate in the state's autonomous vehicle passenger service pilot program. As part of the program, Waymo may not charge passengers for rides, and a safety driver is required. Waymo becomes the fourth company to join the pilot program, joining Zooks, AutoX Technologies, and Pony AI. Waymo initially plans to provide rides to employees and guests within a limited service area in the South Bay, but a spokesperson said that over time, this may expand to more riders and areas. Chinese ride-hailing giant Didi Chushing announced it has removed 300,000 drivers that didn't meet its safety standards. This comes as part of a safety overhaul for the company, following two fatal passenger incidents in 2018. The company is also adding 9,000 customer service reps on 24-7 standby to answer passenger and driver questions. Didi said it receives over 300,000 service calls a day, about 1.7% of which involve safety concerns. Sources tell Recode that Walmart's e-commerce division projects a $1 billion loss in 2019 on revenue of between $21 and $22 billion. The division, led by Jet.com founder and CEO Mark Laurie, who came over when Walmart acquired the company, is reportedly under pressure to cut losses with plans to sell the online clothing label ModCloth, which was acquired by Walmart for $50 million in 2017. Walmart's e-commerce market share increased to 4.7% this year, making up 5% of Walmart's U.S. business. Bloomberg reports that Broadcom is in advanced talks to acquire the security stalwart Symantec. The Financial Times reports that the potential acquisition price could be around $15 billion. Symantec is the largest vendor of cybersecurity software with over $4 billion in sales. This would be Broadcom's second major software acquisition after acquiring CA Technologies in 2018 for just under $19 billion. 
Symantec would reportedly follow the pattern of that transaction, operating Symantec as an independent subsidiary, with Broadcom aggressively cutting their costs to help recoup the investment. And finally, YouTube updated its list of content examples that fall under its harmful and dangerous content policy, now listing extremely dangerous challenges, violent events, eating disorders, and instructional hacking and phishing as examples. The company further clarified that this doesn't represent a change in policy per se, and that it still includes an exemption for videos whose primary purpose is educational, documentary, scientific, or artistic. For more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. And remember, you can find show notes here and links to all these headlines there as well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.